0: the art of successful living. My name is Joanne Williams. This podcast is all about learning how to overcome personal difficulties, making better choices, and cultivating a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining in today as we conclude the seven places Jesus bled. Today is part eight. If you missed the other seven episodes, I encourage you to go back and check it out. The seventh place that Jesus shed his blood was in his bruises. What does that mean for us? Well, glory be to God. It means he won our deliverance from inner hurts and iniquities. The Bible says, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5. So, once again, the seventh place Jesus shed his blood was in his bruises. He went to the gates of hell and took back the keys to the kingdom to break every curse of iniquity. Not only was he wounded for our transgressions, this verse says he was bruised for our iniquities. Iniquity means a wicked act or sin. It can also be understood as any spirit that tries to break us down. It's a spiritual force on the inside that tries to pressure us to bow or bend under its destructive nature. If you have a bruise in your body, and boy, I've had some bruises, it means you are bleeding on the inside. Some bruises last a long time and they go very deep. God said, not only will I forgive what you've done on the outside, but I'm going to give you power on the inside so you can walk in total victory. So your manner of living, your lifestyle can be one of victory. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord, we are changed from the inside out. The Bible talks about the iniquities of the father are passed down to the third and fourth generation. From the father to the children and to their children's children. The iniquity may be something uh, in your family or on your family. It's a driving demonic force within a person that causes that person harm in some way. Jesus said, not only was I wounded to forgive you for your sins, but I was also bruised on the inside to do a miracle within you, allowing you to go from being an angry man to a godly man, to go from being addicted to being made free from any and all addictions. We can go from being a woman who was suicidal to a woman full of joy. Glory, hallelujah, because his blood is greater than any demonic force that comes against you. When I talk about breaking a generational curse, I'm not talking about struggling against character weaknesses. I'm talking about being redeemed by the blood of Jesus. I'm talking about being healed physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm talking about being delivered. We can plead the blood of Jesus to wipe away our sin and to set us free from the iniquity that drives us to do the very thing that we don't want to do, the scripture tells us, and he died for all those uh no wait a minute, let me say that again i got get, <laughs> let me get it right, and he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves but for him. Who died for them and rose again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 15 and 17. And you know what? That's one of my favorite scriptures. Old things have passed away and they are passing away and they continually to pass away. Because this is a process and our salvation um, is an ongoing process. So behold, all things have become new and they are becoming new. When someone has suffered a physical blow, they develop a discolored bruise. I don't know if you ever seen that, man, I've hit my leg up against a pole one time and boy, was it big and puffy and purple and black and red. I mean, it, it, it looked terrible and oh, the pain. Yet a person who has been bruised on the inside doesn't often show that hurt on the outside. We can go around one another and when somebody asks us how we doing today or how you feeling or whatever, we'll respond, you know, I'm fine. I'm doing great. Everything's all right. But on the inside, we're saying, boy, am I miserable. Oh, we say on the outside that things are fine. But on the inside, you know what? We feel like, you know, we're dying on the inside. Christians can come to church and be sitting in the pew singing what a mighty God we serve what a mighty God we serve angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him What a mighty God we serve. And they're clapping their hands and bouncing around and smiling with everyone. But on the inside, they could be grieving. The person could have been molested as a child and be bruised. When a part of our body gets bruised, that area becomes so tender and we don't want anybody to touch it. It hurts too much. We may have been in a relationship that was dysfunctional and suffer bruises that we can't tell nobody. We can't tell the pastor. We can't tell our mama. We don't tell nobody. So a lot of times our bruises don't always show. We put on a good face and we cover it up well because, you know, we're people of faith and we believe that we are to rejoice in the Lord always. And we are. However, on the inside we're desperately hurting. We've been knocked down, beaten down, and we think that because we're Christians, we shouldn't let anybody know about that. When someone is bruised, it means he or she is bleeding. But no one can see it on the outside a lot of times. But on the inside, it's a war going on. We're bleeding. God said, not only will I forgive what was done on the outside, but I'm going to change that person on the inside. Jesus shed his blood on the inside as well as on the outside. He was bruised inside to change the person on the inside, to change the nature that causes him or her or us to hurt or to suffer. Through His blood, we are not just free; we are free indeed. Whom the Son has made free is free indeed. The Scripture says, "For He made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him." Second Corinthians five twenty-one. We are changed and being changed from the inside out. A wonderful change has come over us. Ain't that good news? We can bleed the blood of Jesus to wipe out sin and to make us free from the iniquity that drives us to do the very thing we do not want to do. To deliver us from inner hurts. We are being transferred from that old creature to the new. Wow. Praise God. Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. For all that you've done for us. Well, that's all for now. But you know what? I hope that you will tune in next week because we're beginning a new and exciting series. And I hope that you encourage others to tune in and to listen to this because we're going to be talking about women of the Bible, hard truth, beautiful stories. The women of the Bible, hard truth, beautiful stories. If you have enjoyed this lesson and series on the seven places Jesus bled, give me a thumbs up. Also, click that notification button so you can be notified when the next podcast comes out. Until next time, be blessed.